What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Fast and Flow podcast. I'm Fast and Flow, otherwise known as Katherine Kelly, your running bestie, a New York City-based long-distance runner and certified personal trainer. And on this podcast, we talk about all things running, fitness, wellness, mindset, and just living your best life. So I'm really excited to get into this episode today because it's all going to be about how to build your confidence as a runner and specifically five tips that I've done that have helped me build my confidence as a runner over the years. But before we get into it, as always, let's do a little life update. So this past week was crazy. With work, I had my team coming in from San Francisco for New York City on-site. So I was in the office two days, and like I'm not used to being in the office anymore. I work from home, and that that like constantly talking to people and being in meetings in person with people I am not cut out for that anymore like obviously if I started going back to the office more I would get used to it again but it is just so draining like it's great and I love working with people and meeting people but it is draining so that was Tuesday and Wednesday and then Thursday I was filming all day for a campaign that's not yet out so I can't say anything about it and I know that it's so annoying when people are like oh my gosh I'm so excited like I can't let you guys know yet but genuinely like you actually can't talk about it when you're working with brands because you have to sign contracts and you're like legitimately their 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 confidentiality like provisions within the contract that you actually can't talk about what you're doing until it's released so I I too get annoyed when people do that but it actually is for a reason it's not just to like build up the hype and being annoying but anyway so I was on my feet all day filming it's running related so I didn't actually get to do my run that day because I was so pooped by the time I got home so I ended up just completely skipping my speed workout that day and I kept going back and forth between like whether to squeeze it in or maybe just do it on Friday, but it just didn't feel right to me. Like my body felt very run down. And as I said, I had a more stressful week with work too. So it's just the compounding stress on my body. I just felt it was better for me to completely skip that workout. So I did, and I did my long run today. So I basically didn't do a workout Thursday and then didn't run Friday, didn't run Saturday. And then I did my 16 mile long run today and I felt so good today. And it was just so nice to be able to, not be super sore because I had taken a few days off and just run and like hit my paces so easily and even be faster than I thought I was going to be. So all this is to say, do not be scared about taking one day or even one week off of training if that's what's actually best for your body in the long term. I really had to work on removing my ego from the situation and I still have to work on that all the time because my ego tells me, no, you said you were going to do this run. You need to complete it. Even though I'm like, oh my God, I'm so tired. I'm so sore. Like, and not just, you know, always making that excuse, but really saving it for the times that, you know, you're going to feel worse after you work out. Like I, I had made a TikTok about this this week because it's really difficult. And people ask me all the time, how do you know whether to push through a workout or to just scrap it? And my barometer is basically if I feel like I'm going to feel worse after I do the workout, I scrap it. If I feel like I'm going to do be feeling better after I do the workout, then I do it. And I would say 95% of the time I fall into the latter bucket of 
yes, I'm tired and maybe a little moody and stressed out right now, but I know after I work out, I'm going to feel so much better. But there is that 5% of the time that I just know I'm going to feel worse. Like I can tell my body's going to feel even more tired and more run down. And especially if I have another workout the next day or I have a lot more work to do for my job, I just can't really risk it. So I think it's important and I think it's an important lesson for me to constantly be removing my ego and looking a little bit more long term about what's going to benefit me in the entirety of this training plan, not just like what's going to feed my ego right now, if that makes sense. Other than that, Lucy, my little puppy, is coming home from camp on Wednesday, so we're so excited to have her back. We have to kind of rework her into our schedule and be a little bit more structured with it because when we first got her, when she was eight weeks old, we were just so excited to have her that we really didn't have any structure in terms of like eating or walking or, you know, obedience commands. And now that she's been at the two weeks of training, she's really been in a good structure. So we're going to try to maintain that. But I'm so excited to get her back. And I definitely am going to need to be waking up a little bit earlier because puppies definitely take a lot of your time. Plus, you want to give them a lot of your time. Like, they're literally your child and feel very protective over her. And I can't wait for her to come home. So she's coming home on Wednesday, and I, I absolutely can't wait for that. And then my fiance's family is visiting this weekend. So there's going to be a lot of fun going on. A lot to look forward to, a lot of fun. And yeah, I think it's a really good time to hop into the episode now to talk about five things I've done that have really built my confidence as a runner. And I think when people see other people online who are more developed runners, like I would consider myself a more developed runner. I mean, I, I have literally so far to go, but given I started my, my running journey in earnest about seven or eight years ago, I feel like I am more developed. I'm kind of like, a medium developed runner at this point, if you will. But I think when people see me or other people on social media who are more developed as runners, they think that they were always that way, which is so not the case. Like none of us were born knowing how to run. Like none of us were born with the knowledge of how to train for marathons. We all started from the bottom. Started from the bottom now with it. I, I don't know why I could not resist saying that. Sorry, but... Anyway, we all started from the bottom and we all had to work our way up. So no matter, even if you're an Olympian, at one point you went on your your first run, okay? Everyone had to start from the same place. So I think just remember that everyone's journey is so unique and we're all just figuring it out in our own due time. But yeah, bottom line is I was not always a confident runner. I'm definitely more confident, but I have to work on it every single day. It's just like in life and being confident in your personality confident in your work, confident in your relationships. Like you have to work on being confident in things. Confidence comes from competency. And what that means is it comes from actually doing the action of the thing that you want to become confident in. So words will only go so far. You have to actually complete the action. And so this brings me to my first tip, which is my first tip to become a more confident runner is to actually keep the promises you make to yourself about when you're going to go out for a run. So if I say I'm going to go run five miles today and I don't do it, that's a little ding on my confidence because, ooh, it's a ding on my confidence as a runner, but also a ding on my confidence in myself that I can actually keep the promises I'm making to myself. Even though that sounds like something so small, it is the biggest confidence-building thing, and this expands beyond running 
Like, if you say you're going to wake up at a certain time or you're going to do the dishes today or you're going to complete a certain work task today and you do it, that is like a little tally in your confidence corner. And those little tallies build up over time and up over time. And then eventually when you say you're going to do something, you don't even question it. You know it's going to happen because you have the utmost confidence because you've built this repetitive action again and again of keeping the promise that you made to yourself. And it's the same thing with running. So I think a lot of people, they want to become better runners, but they struggle to get out there. They struggle to keep that promise that they're going to actually get out there and do the work. And so this is a very tangible tip, which is that you need to keep following through on the promises you make to yourself when you say you're going to go out for a run or when you set your run for the next day or you set your runs for the week. And the amazing thing about this is you only have to concentrate on one day at a time. You don't have to worry about what you're doing next month. You just need to worry about the fact that you said you were going to run today and you said you were going to do this specific workout and then you go and get it done. My second tip, which is also extremely tangible, is going on long runs by yourself. I literally credit going on long runs by myself to a lot of my success in work and in life because it has given me the utmost confidence that I can rely on myself in all types of weather conditions, on all types of terrain, when I'm tired, when I'm hungry, when I'm not in a good mood, all alone, all by myself on these 20-mile runs. And I'm not saying that your long run has to be 20 miles. You can really achieve this at whatever distance is long for you. So, for example, I did a 16-mile long run today. I haven't done one of those in a minute. That felt very long to me. But there is something about being out there by yourself that really gives you the confidence that you can rely on yourself in tough situations. The thing I love about running is everything is transferable to the rest of your life. Like everything that you learn is transferable to the rest of your life. I seriously credit running with the confidence that I have in myself today in my ability to perform at work, in my ability to be a good friend, a good fiance, etc. Like you get it. Running is just so relatable to the rest of your life, which is one of the reasons I love it so much. But going on these long runs by yourself, I really do feel like it builds confidence, it builds character, and it builds trust in yourself that when no one's around, you can lean on yourself to get the job done, right? You can pull yourself through your hard moments. You can pull yourself through when you're going in a downward spiral in your mind because you're at mile, you know, 12, and you still have eight miles left on your long run, which eight miles in and of itself is a long run, but somehow you know you're going to get through it. And over time, you keep on getting through it and you keep on getting through it and you keep building that confidence in yourself. And your long run right now might, might be five miles, might be six miles, or it might be 30 miles. I don't know. But the point is it's all relative, right? Because it's relative to who you are and where your training has been and what your perceived capability is. I also do like doing long runs with friends or meeting up with friends for portions of long runs. But I'm just saying for the sake of confidence building, I do think doing long runs on your own will mentally take you above and beyond to another state. The third tip, and this is the tip that probably sounds more ethereal, but it's helped me so much. Okay. (laughs) Running affirmations. Basically what I mean by this is just affirming to yourself that you can do what you want to do 
with your runs. Specifically, I'm talking about with a race time, a goal pace. And I'll take you back to a little story because this was about a year and a half ago. I decided I wanted some redemption. The first marathon I had run was back in 2016 when I knew nothing. And I ran it in five hours. And I've said this before, but there is no time that's good for a marathon. There's no time that's bad. Like simply running a marathon in and of itself is such a massive accomplishment. But for me and my body, I knew I had way more in me. So I was disappointed. But I hadn't trained well. I hadn't fueled properly. Fueling was the biggest issue for me. I was massively under eating, which I've corrected since. But I just needed redemption, right? So about a year and a half ago, I signed up for the Brooklyn Marathon. And I had 16 weeks to train. And I was like, okay, well, my last marathon was five hours. But so I don't know what I can do now. But I know I can do way better. And I know the Boston qualifying time for females in my age group, I'm 25, is three hours and 30 minutes. It's like, okay, well, woof, that's 90 minutes faster than I ran before. But I, I know I can definitely do way better than before. But 90 minutes is, that's a tall ask. I was, I was doubting myself, right? I was doubting myself, but I said, no, I'm a 3.30 runner. I'm, I'm taking that time and I'm sticking to it. And every single time I would go out for a run, I would repeat in my head, you're a 3.30 runner, you're a 3.30 runner, you're a 3.30 marathoner, you're a 3.30 marathoner. Until it literally was like this reel that kept playing over and over again in my head. And I was like, okay, eventually after, you know, six weeks of me saying this to myself, I started to actually believe it was true. And by the time I got to the race, I felt like I had already run a 3.30 like, I was like, well, it's inevitable. Like, I already know. I saw my future self. I spoke to her. And she told me that we're running a 3.30 marathon. Like, that's how I literally felt. And I don't know how else to explain it other than I just knew I was going to do it. And my official time ended up being a 3.30.50. But I'm going to loop that into. So basically, 3 hours, 30 minutes, and 50 seconds. I'm going to say that's a 3.30. Okay? But there is no way I would have run a 3.30 if I hadn't drilled into my mind that I was a 3.30 marathoner. Because I promise you, if I had said, you know what, the last race I ran was five hours, let's do four hours. I think four hours is manageable. I think it's reasonable. I can promise you I would have run four hours. Because I would have thought that that was my capability. But because I drilled into my mind that I was capable of more, I did it. And that is the craziest thing about running. It is so, so, so mental. And so a huge part of building your confidence is you have to actually build your mental confidence, right? So you're going out and you're doing the runs and you're doing the physical portion. You're physically building confidence. But mentally, your mind is so much more powerful than anything your body could ever do. I swear, it's true. So if your mind is not in the right place, if you're going out and you're doing the workouts, but your mind is constantly doubting yourself, putting yourself down, telling yourself that you can't hit these paces, that you can't do these things, then that will be true. Then you won't hit your paces. Then you won't hit your goal. I, I really, I love this quote, but I, or I don't know if it's a quote, but I just, I've, I've heard it and I replayed in my mind. But if you believe you can't, then you're right. And if you believe you can, then you're right, right? Like you are the fulfiller of your own destiny. And so Feed your mind with positive thoughts. Feed your mind with these running affirmations that you can do it, okay? Because even if you don't hit your exact pace, I promise you, 
you're going to go way farther than if you had that negative talk in your mind. The fourth tip is to surround yourself with runners who know more than you do. And this can either be through a run club, which I cannot suggest more. I, I suggest this to the end of time. I didn't know what I was missing, but about a year ago, I joined a run club and it's changed my life quite literally. Being with people who know more than you and can teach you and help you and pull you along when you think you can't do it and they see the potential in you when you can't see it in yourself, that is incredible. And this can be through a physical run club, as I said, but also through social media. I have experienced so many powerful changes in the way that I think about running through social media because I follow some incredible runners incredible and they're just normal people they have normal jobs you know they're software engineers they're killing it at work but then they're also hustling on the side and running incredible marathon and half marathon and 10k and 5k and etc times like and I'm so inspired by them and I learn a lot from them and it, they really came through a lot of my TikTok friends and this sounds so funny to say but really came through when I was really doubting myself after the United Airlines half a, a month ago a month or so ago and I was really doubting my ability to ever break 90 minutes in a marathon in a half marathon that's quick I think that would be like 650 splits and I was doubting my ability I mean I was doubting my ability in general but I specifically said I'm never going to be a sub 90 half marathon runner and I can't even tell you how many people commented, like how many sick runners, right? Right. These are not just anyone like really good runners were commenting on my posts. Like, girl, you totally have it in you. Like I've, I've seen how you've been training and I see how much more potential you have to really dial in your training and, and truly compete at a higher level. And they saw something in me that I couldn't see in myself. And you know, I've not run a, another half marathon since then, but I'm going to be running the Chicago half marathon in May. And I'm going in with so much confidence, so much confidence. And obviously I have to bring that for myself, but other people saw it in me too. And that's why surrounding yourself with other people who are better runners than you and who are just supportive, like-minded people who are going to pull you through on the hard days, pull you through on the hard workouts. When you think you can't do it, and they'd say, come on, Catherine, let's go. Like, I can't even tell you. I'm literally getting, like, emotional thinking about this because that is so powerful. And I really hope that my social media page, my Instagram, and my TikTok, and this podcast can be that for other people. Like, if you're in a place where maybe there really aren't that many run clubs or you're just not able to go to a run club or whatever it is, I hope that my presence on social media and the way that I talk about running can be the confidence boost that you need because you're watching me put myself self through really rigorous workouts and really rigorous weeks of training and you're seeing me learn and you're seeing me push myself like I have been training 50 mile weeks for this half marathon I've never done that in my life never in my life I was probably running 35 mile weeks for the last half marathon for other half marathons I've probably even done like 25 mile weeks I've never done 50 mile weeks with two speed workouts a week with these long runs, making sure I'm hitting my paces, making sure I'm doing my easy days, strength training two to three times a week, really dialed in on my nutrition and my protein intake and my carbohydrate intake, like really, really dialed in. I'm pushing myself so much. And I hope you guys can see that and be inspired by that because I'm inspiring myself, quite frankly. And I think that is the most beautiful thing in the world. 
And lastly, tip number five is set a goal for yourself. Set a running-oriented goal for yourself. And this doesn't have to be to run a race. I know some people don't like racing. I know they get nervous. I have friends that never race. And I have friends that race all the time. And I'm probably somewhere in the middle. But you can set a goal for yourself. And something I've seen on TikTok is these mile time trials that people have been doing at the first of every single month. And just seeing how much faster they get month over month over the progression of a year. And you might not always get faster. You know, sometimes you might have a bad day where you do that. And that's with anything. Like when you race, you might have just a freak race. The weather could be bad. You could have woken up and your stomach is off or you're super tired and you didn't sleep well or you just missed your fueling and you didn't fuel properly or you're dehydrated or it's hot outside. Like you just literally never know what's going to happen on race day. But setting a goal for yourself to hit for running and this might not even be a time goal this could be I want to run five days a week this week for the next month I want to run five days a week or for this month I want to run a hundred miles this month it could be anything from a race to a smaller goal to a distance goal a time goal but setting a goal for yourself and then actually working to accomplish it builds confidence like nothing else it also gives you a lot of drive and a lot of purpose And I think that in general just gets you into this mindset where you're really like dialed in and working towards your goals and working towards bettering yourself. And that in and of itself is going to give you confidence. When you know you're working on yourself and making yourself a better person, I mean, you just feel on top of the world. It's such a good feeling. And that's why I think personal growth is so addicting. And that's why I love learning about it and sharing about it and pushing myself and, and posting the type of content I post on social media because personal growth makes you feel so confident in yourself because you can seriously see the growth month over month or year over year. And I think running is a beautiful thing because you can see your progression, right? You can look back and see where you were a year ago and where you are now. And again, this might not even be like time specifically like paces because listen, we go through a lot of changes in our lives, a lot of changes with our families, our jobs, our careers, If you're a woman and you have children, they're going to be totally different after you have children. And that's also something I'm totally looking forward to. Like, I mean, and it's still a few years down the line, but having kids and then showing that journey and showing how you can actually run through that and just the mental strength that comes with that and the physical strength that comes with that. And your paces might look different, but you're still becoming stronger. And I think that's so beautiful. And so all this is to say, I think setting goals for yourself is a massive confidence builder. That's about a wrap on five tips that I've used over the years and still use today to build confidence in my running ability, but also just in myself in general, because the two are completely intertwined. The more confident you are in yourself, the more confident you're going to be in your running and the more you're going to be able to pop off and achieve your goals. So I hope this episode was inspiring to you. I actually am inspiring myself talking about it. I also feel like I'm getting way more comfortable talking on the podcast. Like I just kind of feel like I'm FaceTiming you guys right now, which is super cool. So I can't wait to see where this podcast goes. I know we're just getting started, but this is, it's so much fun for me to be able to just sit down and dig into a topic for, you know, 20 to 30 minutes and hopefully provide a lot of value. I also love podcasts as a social media medium because you can be running, you can be working, you can be literally doing anything productive while also listening to this. So that's just amazing to me. But anyway, if you guys 
liked this episode, please drop me a DM on Instagram. I seriously, it, it means so much to me when you guys do that. And also, if you want to screenshot just the little clip of the Spotify and post it on your story, I'm really trying to get the word out and spread my podcast to other people, other like-minded individuals who would like to see it. So I would appreciate that very, very much. And I love you guys so much. And I will see you next week. Bye.